At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Kill, kill, kill the Mockingbird. Yo, what the fuck is up, y'all? Welcome to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds. I'm your host, Sean Chris. And, uh, you know, we've been changing a lot of things lately. You know, the Instagram police have uh, exterminated me permanently. But right before that, we had already had... uh, the process of uh, getting Joel Thomas as connected with Kill the Mockingbirds and me and him are are, are the co-hosts together. No more just me. Finally, we you know, the long journey of two years of trying to find someone to uh, connect with, we finally did. So what up, Joel? Tell everybody what up. Yo, what's up, y'all? Ready to go. They've been uh, trying to silence us, shut us down all week. Yeah, man. I'm, Both uh, of us. I'm ready yeah. to go, though. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Both of us. Yeah, they they literally like uh, they nuked my account, um, our, my main IG account, which man, it's it's dope because like you know we lost it at 22k, but uh, and then my other one I already had my backup and I was at like 28 and I'm already at like almost 35. Like you know what I'm saying? So you you kill us, we multiply. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was getting uh, I was getting hit up on uh, TikTok. They were drilling me. Uh, I battled them a little bit. They they put some of my stuff back up. They still got me on warning status, but whatever, man. That's just a badge of honor at this point. Yeah, that's just almost like, yeah, that means like we're doing the right thing. That means we're getting to the right place. And it was like perfect timing because we literally, the day before, uh, they nuked me. That's where me and you had like, hey, man, I reached out to you because me and you have done a few podcasts. Uh, people that have been following already know that we've done podcasts together. And then people were had even given me feedback like man you guys fucking work good together man like you guys should uh do something and you know how it goes man i don't know what you're doing you don't know what i'm doing and i'm like man i'm just gonna throw it out there and you're like man you should have threw it out sooner <laughs> you know what I mean? but- <laughs> Run for real man i mean i was kind of the same boat as you but on the opposite end because i had done so many podcasts with people over the past year and a half since uh you know i started van tesla with Quan. you know i was doing the rounds and i was just looking for uh opportunity that wouldn't fit me. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of what it is too, where I didn't want to jump into something that didn't seem right. And this felt right because you and I got great chemistry, you know, on the mic and, you know, we got a lot of the same belief systems and then we differ in a lot of ways too, which makes a good conversation. Yeah, definitely. I think it was just uh, inevitable to get this going. Plus, you know, we both rock the music. We both come from the hip hop world, uh, the hip hop underground conspiracy, like all that tanglement together. So I think that like just fits in perfectly. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, as far as the censorship goes, like, you know, they took down an episode, uh, I think two episodes now of uh, 
Kill the Mockingbird. This is like my third YouTube uh, as well. Like they've nuked me on YouTube, but everybody gets nuked on YouTube. Same thing with Twitter. I've like, I stopped going on Twitter because they nuked me like seven times. Like it's so sensitive over there. But you know, Instagram was kind of like this little pocket, you know, like it was a pocket. I thought of it as a pocket. I know people had got nuked, but eh, it is what it is. It, to me, it just pushed it more to uh, this motivation of us to really get uh, nasty with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it showed the real truth. Like don't even hold back whatsoever. Not that I was holding back before, but to just even go even harder and like, let them know, Hey, we're here. Nah, man, I totally agree with that. Cause I haven't held back anything when it comes to music or anything that I do. And I may do it in a way that's accessible to a lot of people that I wouldn't normally be accessible to uh, maybe by the style of music I do or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm not saying it's the truth, but it's my truth. And I hope that in doing that, that people can find truth in themselves. And that's all we're doing here, man. We're just trying to, seek truth and in seeking truth yeah we might be wrong we might be right we're going to find out new truths six months from now that's something we were thinking about before is it the same way but that that's the key though right man this ain't about left and right let's just make that clear because you know i said this a few days ago on ig it's a new era like kill the mockingbirds what we're about to do we're going to do it in a way that's accessible to everyone and i mean this this isn't a right wing this ain't a left wing. If anybody is hip to what's really going on, they know that both of those wings are on the same bird. We all know that. We know the phrase. It's the truth, though. So we're here to seek truth. You might hear us blasting Biden, which you will. You might hear us blasting Trump, which you will. So don't get your panties in a bunch when we start popping off, because at the end of the day, if that cognitive dissonance is kicking in, then you might want to step back a little bit and start thinking about something that was said on here. We may have some guests on here that are going to ruffle your feathers. That's fine. Honestly, man, sometimes your feathers need to get ruffled because that shakes you up in a way that you can start looking at life a little differently. And that's what we're going to do. And if you don't like it, I mean, you ain't got to listen to us. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You know what I mean? And, and, and saying that too, we're also talking, me and, him, uh, me and Joel have talked and we kind of set a new format, like to try to be a little bit different, like not to be one way, like to have more information. So what we're going to try to do is have a two, a two part show in one show. Like the first half is going to be breaking down current events and news clippings and articles, things that are kind of happening, you know, more recent right now. And then we're going to go into a second half of show where we just go deep on something, a certain subject, you know, depending on each show it will be. And then the more communication we get with you guys, we'll have, uh, you know, we maybe if you're interested in something you want us to uh, touch on and we find it interesting, you know, we'll jump on that too. You know what I mean? Kill the Mockingbirds uh, at gmail.com or just, you know, Operation Kill the Mockingbirds on uh, Instagram or van, van underscore Tesla underscore on Instagram or TikTok. And just, you know, hit us with your suggestions because, like, we are here for you people, like, that want to listen, that want to plant seeds, that want to learn, that want to, like, uh, expand because what we try to do here is lift up uh, opposing opposition uh, you know 
difficult conversations, like conversations that, that need to be had, but people are afraid to have them. And we're not afraid to have them. You know, we want to talk about current events and break down deciphering media, but we also want to touch on, um, you know, what are these deep conspiracies that are entangled in so many things? Because I think that conspiracies have gotten divided, you know, like where they're like, oh, we're only talking about CIA. Oh, we're only talking about cryptids. Oh, we're only. And I think we're going to try to bring it all together just so like because it all is pretty much the same shit. If Bigfoot, CIA, like everything's hidden, right? You know what I mean? Everything's like somehow connected. We don't know the exact connections, but I think we're going to try to deep go as deep down these holes and, and connections as we can to, to show the truth. Bro, I feel that's that you and I've talked about this before. I find it hilarious people that get caught up in one thing, but aren't open to the other end. Right. There'll be somebody that's all about paranormal, all about Bigfoot, all about cryptids, all about that end of it, UFOs, but then they don't open their minds up to the fact that the government could be trying to control them or vice versa. They'll be all about the government trying to control them. Like, man, there ain't no such thing as UFOs or there's no such thing as, you know, Mothman. And I'm like, come on, bro. It's all connected. When you start actually following these rabbit holes, they start intersecting, man, especially when you're talking about cryptids, man, because the government's been a part of cover-ups on that front for a long time. So when you start really digging into that, that's why a lot of this stuff isn't prevalent. That's why we don't have, you know, uh, biology books talking about cryptids. That's why you don't have that, man. There's a reason for that. And we can go, as this show progresses, we'll go deeper into why that is. But we're open to everything here. That's the point. You want to be open-minded. And I mean truly open-minded. Not open-minded like QAnon, where like you see a lot of stuff that's true. But then you pigeonhole yourself into one thing like you, you're locked in at that point and you'll never be free of it to have a really a free mind. You have to be very open to the fact that you're wrong. And I'm wrong a lot. I mean, that's and I admit it. And when I'm wrong, I admit it. I don't sit there and try to hold my, you know, hold on to the shit as the waves are trying to knock me off. Man, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be as factual as possible. Am I going to be wrong? Yes. But I'm open for that because if I'm proven that I'm wrong, then I learned something today. And I look at that as an evolution of the mind, a growing of the mind. And I think that's what we all need. If we if we actually sought that out and didn't pigeonhole ourselves and you think about what we'd be as a earthly community. I definitely point. agree, man. It's the same thing as like, uh, you know, you believe in MK Ultra. But you're like, oh, there's no way a Bigfoot. I'm not saying that you have to say Bigfoot, but there, there is still evidence. You can't deny the sightings that people have seen. And like, you know, there's stuff that I've had. To, like, there's stuff that I'm not sure of. But I always try to tell everybody I'm 50. I'm 50 percent in. I can't I can't disprove you, but you can't prove it to me. So like right there, we're at 50 percent. I can't go anymore. But you got me intrigued. And sometimes uh, the only time it does, like you said, is when people get so rooted into it and they're like, no way, it can't be. I'm like, well, maybe a little bit. Like one of my homies was like, hey, what if like uh, the earth was like a root? You know what I mean? And I'm okay. At least he's thinking. He's constantly like, you know what I mean? Like, I get that. Like, it's not about being like, oh, he's right or oh, you're an idiot for thinking. Honestly, none of us know unless we're going to dig out and, and, and see it. But if. If we're speculating and questioning things, and I think even in the Bible it tells you to question things, you know what I mean? Don't don't take everything for what it is. We got to push forward. You know, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm not even like a super religious person, but I am very spiritual, and I think that's what we're here to do. We're here to like decipher news and connect people, uni unity. Like that's why we're not against we're we're against these paradigms of left right. It's not necess the people are good, you know, in general. It's just they get in 
even any conspiracy or whatever it is, it, it's never us dogging on you. It's just that we need to try to unite as many people as possible. Right. No, I totally agree with that, man, because that's just that's kind of the issue is the division. And the more we allow ourselves to become susceptible to whatever the mainstream media or whatever mockingbirds, for lack of word, that they sick on you from any form of media, you know, not just the news, but a lot of other forms of media that they throw at you too to brainwash you. Um, you're just going to find yourself constantly bickering, constantly fighting and waking up angry all the time. And I get being angry and there's nothing wrong with being angry because there is definitely um, forms of anger. I think that are correct. I mean, I, I put a lot of that in my music. I put a lot of that in what I put out. Uh, but it's how you direct it though. You know, it's how you, direct, how you direct it. it you know man. what I mean? Like it's how you direct it. Exactly. You can't direct it at the people so much, right? Like, even people that I look at that are really on that woke shit where I'm like, oh, my God, like I'll make fun of it in a way that's going to make people think in a way like we did uh, woke summer where we, we broke it down in a way that was over the top and ridiculous. But that's how those people are. They're over the top and ridiculous. But it doesn't make them bad people. At the end of the day, man, they're just trying to figure things out. But here's my biggest issue are people really trying to figure things out like really figuring things out is allowing yourself to be wrong allowing yourself to take on board ideas that you wouldn't normally take on and that's what we're just trying to do here at kill the mockingbirds make it a forum for people to question and keep questioning you know that's how it needs to be yeah and everybody's always feel uh and since i started this even on like instagram people's uh your thoughts are more than welcome, man. And I don't block anybody. You know what I mean? Like the only time I'll block you is if you're being ex excessively like vulgar to like a certain race or religion or because I don't fucking play that shit. Like I, I get you. You can be mad at BLM. You could be mad at like Zionists. You could be mad at. But like to, when you start painting a brush or, you know, like, oh, everybody's like that, that, that shit. And you're and you're excessively not even trying to have a conversation that you're just trying to badger some bullshit. That's when I, you get blocked. Because then I'm like, I ain't trying to get that energy. I, mean, I don't need that energy because like you're well, obviously you trying to be a troll. seeing that that actual racism coming out or that actual uh, biased mind that comes out of people. Because what they do is they see you and I talking about a topic, right? Like I'll blow BLM out the fucking water man you know i can't stand that organization at all and i and i drill all the ones at the top i have no problem with that but again i don't look at it as like a race thing i just look at it as a organization of individuals at the top that have siphoned money off their own people and let's not forget that a white man george soros dumped the most money off into it of anyone so if you really want to talk about people that started blm really be mad at a white dude not not black people. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the thing is that like messages get skewed. But other than that, we, we people are all welcome because this is what I've tried to do since the beginning is have conversations. Man, they're they're difficult, and some people won't listen to you. Sometimes you might be right, and people still won't listen to you. But continue to have them and try to be constructive as possible. Like let's not yell at each other. Let's not let's concede at times. Like I've had, I was having a conversation earlier. Like and sometimes I concede even if I don't think I'm wrong and I think I have a good point. I concede because there's no point in me pushing the issue and making it an issue when I could just be like, oh, you know what? Let me step back and then I can plant some more seeds later. You got to know when to yeah, stop. Yeah, you're not gonna so, win that battle. Yeah, sometimes you're not gonna win yeah. that battle, bro. And I set up everything so like 
obviously right now Davos is going on. I think they're almost wrapped up. I think next week we'll we'll touch on some Davos because uh, you guys got to understand. Like at this moment, we kind of like structure everything in the beginning of the week. You know, we we get everything all ready. Like while we're out, we, you know, we work regular nine to fives. You know what I mean? So we we get everything all ready together. So. We caught up a little bit on the news, you know what I mean? We we know what's going on. Obviously, we we were both involved heavy, but I don't have any Davos clips, but I do have some saves for uh and man, you put some good ones. I like that one with Michael Moore you put earlier. I, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, you. bro. <laughs> hey, I had to repost it on TikTok. They actually they didn't ban it, but they put it on uh sensitive. So if it flashes up, it was on block sensitive. So I like redo it. I think it was because uh I it, you know the headline on uh, CBS was talking about the shooting. So we'll see. I, you know what's I, wild, though? I'm, but that guy is one of the f- original guys that helped wake me up. Fahrenheit 9-11 was one of the first documentaries I really, like, I already questioned cops and all that stuff, but Fahrenheit 9-11, it, so it's just crazy, like, how, like, you know, these characters, like, he's one of them, and he might have good intentions, but he's he's so lost, he doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. And he, he seems compromised, though, for sure. He's way compromised. He's been compromised, though. That Like, bro, he's been a part of... He was a huge part of all the Sandy Hook stuff when that happened. I mean, he was pushing hard for gun control and, and regulations back then. I mean, this is just... The new thing is just Sandy Hook 2.0, man. That's all that it is. But they did a really good way... They had a really good way of psyoping it into making it like a Hispanic transgender. So they got the right super hype, too. So, like, they're... They're like, man, see, like, and then you got, of course, you know, the left, and then you got the police who sat outside for an hour. But I'm sure we'll talk about that. Let's jump. Let's just show. jump in. No, let's just jump into that right now because we already had some topics on, like, kind of how, how we wanted to highlight about the Buffalo shooting. And as we're as we're putting the show together, it just so happens there's this other one that, like you said, it, it, it mirrored Sandy Hook. Almost the only difference was uh, the dude was 20 in Sandy Hook. Uh, there was more kids killed, and instead of shooting a grandma, I mean, instead of shooting mom, the kid, this kid, uh, the transgender kid in from uh, Texas, shot his grandma. So there was subtle differences, but it was just like so weird, like you said. And the thing that pissed me off—that's why I got into a, got into it with people earlier because there's like this meme going around that it's saying, you know, like it's the uh, the flag of the, the thin blue line, and it's saying, oh, these colors don't run inside of a building to protect children, like you know what I mean, like. It, you know, people don't like it. And that's the thing is like, I have nothing against cops. Obviously, I had my beast growing up and, and, and feeling my certain way. But I think that when, when people don't let me make fun of something, it makes pushes me more to like a what? Like I start questioning things because I'm like, we, we can question cops. I'm not, you, I get it not to blanket statements and say they're all pieces of shit, but we got to, they're a government official, man. Just like a politician. I'm going to question them. I'm going to uh, hold them accountable. And these cops the thing that I did backstep, I go, you know what? You're right. I should, I was too generalizing. So I will take that back. But these, uh, what are the Uville? I, I forgot what the, the district or whatever. Those cops at, at that scene, those were pieces of shit. They had their tasers uh, um, trying to chase parents and holding parents down to from going inside to protect their children. That's insane. And waited an hour? Yeah, but that was by design, though, bro. Like, that's when you start getting into the PSYOP piece and we start getting the conspiracy part of it. Because that kind of stuff just doesn't happen, man. Like, you can look at it any way you want, spin any way you want. You know, I've told you before, like, my sister's a uh, lieutenant in the police force. So I have a different perspective on a lot of stuff. Like, you know, obviously, like, you know, my early years, I got in trouble with the law. So I had a, a certain perspective about police. But then as I got older, 
I got a difference. So I kind of got a, in the middle view, like you're right. When it comes down to it, man, hey, when they start showing up at your door and they're like, you got to get these jabs, it's going to be the police department doing it or who's left of the police department, at least. Um, you know, I don't think they're all going to all going to be OK with that, because I can tell you just from knowing people in the police force, man, I'd say even a positive percentage of police won't be about that life. But you also got to think about it. They got to feed their families. They got to do whatever. I mean, Think about Nazi Germany, how they were able to get people to do things they didn't really want to do. It wasn't like every German was like, ah, screw the Jews, bro. It wasn't really how it worked. You know, they kind of just pushed them into doing something they didn't really want to do. And they just kind of looked at it like, well, I got to do this to protect my family. That's what a lot of people do, man. They do bad things for good reasons. Well, they also villainize things, you know what I mean? So like with the the whole Holocaust situation, they villainize uh, certain groups, right? Like in, in America now, what they, the left villainizes one group and then the right villainizes another group. Cause that keeps them like this at constant, like, Oh man, see, it's the transgenders that did all this. And it's not the white people. And then they have the white shooting in Buffalo, you know, hey, man, it's see the white people. They're trying to kill all the black people. Like, so like that way they constantly, they have this head bunts against each other. I found this interesting, like literally right before we went on, uh, someone posted this in a group I'm in. And it's like a little screenshot of uh, uh, some guy, Luke Cross. I'm not sure who he is. I think this is some like uh, Q, Q like people type stuff. They're talking about the shooting, the Texas shooting. It says 4chan dig linked the Buffalo shooter with the Texas one. They may have been members of the same Discord server where user Armand is suspected of grooming them. He posts Texas 13 days and then attack happened 13 days later. So allegedly what happened was there's this this telegram group where this guy, Armand, said Texas 13 days. Woo! And so like uh, Anons are saying like, and then there's all kinds of different, you know, theories of this. Like I'm not saying that trying to pick on an ons or anything that's just where i got it from i wanted to give them credit you know they they, they dig it up i didn't dig it up you know what i mean and they're not always it. wrong either yeah, that's, no, that's no. the they're on the right the track issue. they're on the right track hey i say they're in the positive part of being right i i've always said they're about 60 percent, 65 percent right man they got some great great ideas it's just when they start like riding that trump train to death do us part man. and, and they also got can't. a little bit too many people man i think like the more people like it's like uh I tell people like the teams I follow in sports are Michigan and and uh and Raiders, right? They're huge teams. So like the more people that follow them, the more likely you're gonna have dickhead people. Like and that's it, and that's what happens. It got trendy. So there's some like just stupid dickheads that shouldn't even be a nonce. But like you know, then it. But there is some great great researchers. I would say like people that like we can't know everything, and each person has to go find it. That's why I thought it was interesting that they put this up, and I was like, you know, anything's possible. Um, I, it's weird that they said it though. Cause I, this is how I've been saying the whole time to my homeboys. Uh, like I was like, let's take conspiracy out of it. Right. Cause I don't always like to go too deep because I want to try to like put it on a logical level so we could break it down. So I'm like, okay, let, let's say, cause first of all, let's not deny that there is numerous FBI uh, stories of FBI agents trying to find schizophrenic kids or uh, Middle Eastern uh, uh, people when terrorism was uh, big and trying to convince them to be in these gangs or or cooperate crimes. Just recently with the uh, Whitmer stuff, you know what I mean? Where they had FBI informants pretty much planning the whole operation and, and that they do this, right? So that's one part. We know MKUltra is real, but let's throw those out as for a side. I was like, man, I feel like these both characterized 
these incels, right? This those people that just stay inside, don't have any friends, either are stuck on social media, whether it's TikTok or Snapchat or on Xbox, right? And I feel like somebody like you, if your kids on Xbox. Uh, and you don't know what they're doing. There's somebody in their ear talking to them. Like you don't know who that is. They, you might live in Texas and they live in El Salvador or, or, or Canada or wherever. Right. And they can Bro, feed them like any information. Whole, it's like that whole uh, Roblox thing where the pedophiles were getting on Roblox and they were luring these kids in <laughs> off of Roblox, man. It's crazy. Like people like parents had to stop getting there, had to take their kids off of Roblox. And I know they say, you know, they cleaned it up wherever, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, like we can go to that rabbit hole. What I, I told my niece about that, because she was too. playing uh, Roblox. And I said, let me tell you this. If anybody could, I said, do you want me to go to jail for the rest of my life? And she's like, no, why? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. If you go and visit one of these people, I have to go to jail for the rest of my life. Do you want that? And she was like, no, no. And I'm like, all right, so be careful when you talk to her. Because <laughs> I have no choice. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a, I'm like, I'm not going to blame you, your kid, but I'm trying to warn you. And I, I always try to warn her and stuff. I'm a little bit too real to her. Like, she be, I be tripping around and I be getting her a little conspiracy. I be getting, I plant seeds everywhere in my family. You know what I mean? Like, they, they might not listen to everything I say, but they go, you know, you ain't wrong. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing too. I, I've got friends of mine that are uh, super far left. And I mean, they'll even tell me that I, I can't tell you you're not wrong. Like I might think you're crazy, but I can't tell you you're not wrong because, you know, and that's the truth. That's the, that's the truth of it. Right. Like I, a lot of it, I can't prove proof. I mean, there's, a, there's enough pieces out there for me to make a legitimate argument for but again, that's why you could be wrong too. I don't. I don't sit there and and tout myself as a genius on these subjects. I, I do a lot of research, and I don't want to be that you know caring on Facebook research either. But I, you know, reading the headline and then saying you know everything. I, I mean, legitimate research where you go and look at a subject and you look at it about five different ways. You you compare whatever articles you can get a hold of. Um, and then you start reading like books too, man. That's one thing a lot of people don't read is a lot of books or, or watching documentaries. That's Definitely. another good one too. Documentaries um, just are, getting a whole, are important. Yeah, exactly. And, and not just from like one source either. Like you want to look at documentaries that are about different angles of a specific subject. I always suggest like if you hear one going one way hard, go listen to the other way. You got to. Dang, it says my free meeting will end in 10 minutes. I never seen it say that before. <laughs> I think they're, I think, uh, uh, they're changing up, you know, they're trying to change up. I don't know. Uh, we'll keep rocking it. I don't know how that ends. Cause I seen that like, so they're probably trying to get all of us to pay, man, fuck zoom. You know what I mean? Now I'm going to have to go on a whole 10 minute uh, thing about fuck zoom. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but like to like connect the, the, the Buffalo shooting real quick. Uh, I'm going to play a clip real quick. It's like a one minute clip. And let's go back. Let's go revisit that because I think you're right. Like you, we're talking a little bit about the Texas one, but we don't like to dump, jump right in. We'll say a few pieces, but we need to dig more because we need to find what's going on. I mean, right away, you already saw with the Texas one. You had that posted up on your page. That What do we see? The infamous Freemason sign on the one truck. Uh, then we seen that. What was it? The border agent with the uh, Freemason necklace. Like, And then the cops standing down. And, and before we get into that, I wanted you to say, uh, touch on what you were telling me, like about that whole Punisher shit and, the, and then the waiting, like uh, the, the hour, like the cops, where they kind of like it, it, correla it correlated together. With well, so I dug, I dug a little bit on that article. So the dude did as a satire article. That's for one. So, yeah, he did. But it was pretty funny, though. Like I went through it and read through it. So it was definitely, you know, from a, a satirical angle. 
the way that he wrote it, like, you know, Punisher sitting outside for an hour while shooting goes on. Like we do expect more out of the Punisher and all this. So it's true. And I, and, and I laughed about it because it really was a shot at the police department. And again, this isn't a shot at police. Like this is just a shot at what happened in that particular incident. And I'll say this, the one thing I'm really proud about, about that particular piece the left and right are pissed off about that. So that's one I've actually seen where everybody was just kind of like on the same team. Cause I've seen some like deep right wingers going off about the police sitting outside for an hour. And, and of course the left, I mean, they, they hate the police anyway, but yeah, I mean, like I, that was the one piece where I'm like, what was the powers that be, what was their motivation in that? Because it did that piece of it did backfire in a way because that kind of got everybody united but what's the deeper layer to it? See, that's I start thinking. I start thinking about that stuff too because look, man, they got think tanks that think through all the different angles. So I'm sure they thought through it. Like, well, if they all see this, you know, what does that mean? Uh, was it to show a power? You know, was it to show like, well, or, wait, or like, maybe they wanted that uh, sign of weakness because I think they want to show something. Like to me, I mean, like that's like old school conspiracy head or whatever you want to call it. I always just think they want to federalize everything, including the police force. And I think that they find their ways. And that's a issue the the uh, far left and far right can get on. You know what I mean? They both like that. They go, okay, let's we could join together on this. And, and I think that that's what they want. Because look at what happened with the whole January 6th and praising the Capitol Police. That's where they like join together, both the Democrats. and Oh, man, thank God, these police. And you're like, man, what are you guys saying? Like for a year and a half, like defund them, but not the ones that protect you. And and I did see a lot of like, uh, you know, right wing people going, hey, we protect uh, uh, banks factories like you know so on so forth etc cetera, etc cetera, with guns but we don't you know we don't protect our kids you know and i and i think that this could have been prevented uh maybe not as many people but the reason they're saying because i saw breitbart uh came to the defense and they said that they didn't have ballistic shields and that's why they didn't go in but i'm like man i i don't know like like i said like when you're holding parents back and you're like oh let me save your life no dude if i want to if i'm gonna get killed instead of my kid let me get killed yeah, it, well, to that point, too, uh, I don't know if you saw the video that CNN released of some camera phone that was that had the guy running into the building. So this is just this classic CNN and classic just mainstream media. But somehow they get a hold of somebody that had a camera phone. And of course, it's blurry. It's never clear. And all of our phones are literal like 4K, like quality. I mean, Dude, we always laugh about, you know, drone footage overseas where it's like black and white and blurry. And it's like, bro, like, you know, I go on trips with Legion of Legends, man, and hunt down cryptos and we're shooting documentaries. We got drones that are in 4K. This is not possible, man. It's bullshit. Like they do that on purpose. I don't know why anybody's in question. But anyway, I saw that and absolutely busted out laughing. And it's like, I'm not laughing about the tragedy, but I am laughing about how they push this crap on us like all the time. And I'm like, how did not? And what they do is they feed on your emotions, man. Like it's all emotional. If you, if you heard them talk, it, any of the mainstream uh, clips that they were putting out, it never was really about the incident so much as it was about emotions. All oh, these parents were crying. Oh, this was happening. Oh, people were getting held back. Like, oh, I can't believe it's like what they want. That's all they do, man. It's all about clickbait. It's all about feeding into your emotions. It's not about 
throw emotions aside and being cold, hard, logical about the situation like a journalist should be. This isn't about you're a journalist, right? You're supposed to be. And none of these journalists, all these journalists have paid off. But journalism at its root core should be exactly what you and I are doing right now, asking hard questions, going to people that don't want to answer those questions and beating their door down till they do or beating somebody's door down till they do, man. That's what real journalism, that's why podcasting is blown up the way it has because mainstream media can't be trusted and that's globally. So people have gone to sources where they can try to at least put the pieces together. Again, I don't have all the pieces for you, but I'm at least going to set you free. Like I'll set your mind free, like at the end of the day. So I think that's, that's a lot of what's going on right now. It's just emotional, man. Just emotional train, emotional roller coaster that they put you on. And you, you're never going to get off, man, until you realize that you're on. Most all right. So, like, I wanted to connect all the what's going on in Buffalo. Like, you know, like I was saying that we had previously on, a, on you know, on IG Live, for the few that did get to see it before it got nuked, we were talking about Larry Johnson, a truther that we both follow, and how he was showing about that witness that just made no sense. You know what I mean? Like, where you're like, this guy supposedly... Uh, the day before this mass murder, uh, was talking to him and this kid hated uh, black people, uh, but his manifesto is all over the place. It's copy and paste. You know what I mean? It's nothing that really seems solid. And then this guy, we see him on camera with an earpiece. This supposed witness that met him the day before is getting fed information. You can hear it. Like, I know that like people say they're like, they're saying the word. It's not like they were like, okay, pause, go. They're literally saying the words for him to say. Yeah, I mean, you could hear the feedback and then just a lot of what he was saying that their conversation was the day before where he started talking about black holes, white holes, and we can put the Freemasonry, you know, symbolism there. And we can go into, you know, he was talking about like Saturn and we can talk about Saturn worship. He was talking about a lot of stuff there man. It was, that was pretty crazy. Uh, you could even see the 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 black cube in the um, uh, grocery store. So if you look at Topps grocery store, that's their symbol. And they, it's funny how whenever they shoot these uh, clips, they make sure they put all the symbols in there. Uh, they always do. They always focus in on that. Um, but yeah, it was odd. And I think that when you start digging into that piece about it, then you start thinking about, Who's paid off? Who's a part of this charade? You know, we're not sitting here saying people didn't die. Now, again, I don't know what really happened. You know, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I don't know. I think people need to admit that. If you say you know, then that means one of two things. Either you were there or you believe what you're being told. That. Right. So that is what you're admitting. Now, if you were there, you saw it. Hey, you got a first hand of your, you know, front row seat, front row seat. You saw something I didn't see that that's understandable. But if you're just like me on the outside and you, and you are saying that, you know, what happened, well, then you're just believing anything you're told. And like you said, from either side of the spectrum, that's exactly there's different takes from both sides for sure and i think that's what's part of the problem like we've talked about before as well is like 
people go and like, oh, there's these crisis actors that not that they don't exist, but they overemphasize things to where it's like, that's all it is. Like it's all fake. And I, and to me, I've always been under the impression that a lot of these shootings are Manchurian candidates, you know, like MK ultra victims, people that have had their mind controlled. And we have examples of Ted Lezinski, you know what I mean? Kaczynski, uh, the Unabomber, um, Charles Manson, you know what I mean? Uh, all these and there's more characters. I'm sure like more if we really dig into more of these serial killers and stuff, you'd see that there was some kind of experiment, uh, experiments that were going on with them. You know, LSD, different drugs, uh, tried on these people. And I think they let them back into the wild and these people can't handle it. And it's obvious because when we're talking about both of these teenagers, both of these teenagers were able to get a hold of like, you know, uh, crazy guns that are expensive not even like what they're like let's not talk about like because a gun to me like a rifle is a rifle of you know like it, it is what it is right but you could tell like these were like it seems to me that they wanted them to look like call of duty guns they wanted them to like have that extra oomph like most people that are gun enthusiasts i know people do have you know put bells and whistles on it but that really started in my opinion seeing when all this call of duty stuff when you started seeing a lot of different colors and and this was like a cool thing and most of those people are just like Oh, look, I have this pretty gun. People don't really like that. You know, real gun enthusiasts are like, hey, man, how does it shoot? Uh, you know, like, what's the accuracy? Like, what's the kick? Like, they're not really caring. Like, they want to know that their weapon's good. And I think they were kind of showing it as if it was some kind of toy. So let's jump off in this clip so we can kind of remind people of where we were at and what I, and I'm going to, show my evidence to you of where I think these clips, the media is trying to push this particular Buffalo story, where they're, what they're trying to get at it with it. Online footprint believed to be linked to the accused Buffalo gunman. Among the materials is a nearly 600-page printout of a log from an online chat platform. It reads like a kind of diary of the months leading up to the attack. NPR's domestic extremism correspondent Odette Yusuf has done the hard work and read it and joins us now. And a warning, some may find elements of this, of this discussion disturbing. Odette, you've read this. What exactly is in this printed document? Well, Emily, it's a Discord chat log that's believed to be authored by the accused shooter uh, starting from about six months ago. And parts of it read kind of like a stream of consciousness. Uh, in it, the author shares very detailed information about how he acquired the equipment and weaponry for the attack and tested it out. Uh, he cuts and pastes a lot from outside sources when it comes to his racist and anti-Semitic ideologies. And then there was the mundane, uh, like his exercise routine and food intake. So, like, first I wanted to know, like, like in the middle of that, she goes, like, right when she introduces this stupid lady at the end, like, this is how reporting now, she's like, you did the hard work and you went to Reddit and you read the whole thing. Wow, you read something. Wow. Like, wow, you're incredible. Like, <laughs> what journalism? You know what I mean? You didn't fact check any of it or, or or put anything. But I thought it was interesting, too, later on where we had just started talking about the Discord. And, you know, that's where they first mentioned the Discord. And now this new case. So, okay. So I'm seeing like, all right, like. It seems like they're building something. And this is before. I'm already thinking this before. So most of the other clips we found, here's part two of that clip. It's important to note that the author here wanted us to see this record, Emily. He wrote it. Mm -hmm. He edited it. And it presents his own narrative. And it should be taken with a high degree of skepticism. Who was the intended audience for this? Do we know who read this when it was online? Did you catch that? So like what she says in the minute, she says like, 
like this whole watch. I'm going to play it again and I'll talk to you. It's important to note that the author here wanted us to see this record, Emily. He wrote it. Mm -hmm. He edited it. And it presents his own narrative and it should be taken with a high degree of skepticism. It's from his own narrative, but it should be taken with a high degree, uh, a high degree of skepticism. So we should be skeptical of it. Like, I mean, we should. I agree. But like, I just don't usually hear the mainstream media talking like that. Well, you know, the best part is they spew whatever narrative they want to put out there, but we're not supposed to look at it with any skepticism at all. It's hilarious, man, how that they can twist things that truthers use to decipher the code and then they flip it back on us. Like I found it funny what about a year ago when like the mainstream, you know, sycophants started calling truther sheep. And like I was like, man, what? Like and they started taking our words and flipping it back on us. But I think that was a good example of that. I think that's exactly what what was happening there. It was subcon they did it on a way that would hit your subconscious level. Definitely. And, and I would say there's a lot of these, like, this is what's crazy. Like in the last two years, there's been so many of these Freudian slips, like ridiculous, like the virus instead of the vaccine. Like they're like, yeah, people died of the vaccine. I mean, the virus, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, and they don't even, they say it so much. They don't even correct themselves. And it's just been so crazy to see, but maybe this is also because we have cameras everywhere now. Right. Like maybe like we're getting to see like way more of, of a human experience that we've ever in. And that's what I think is trippy about it, but. Or, or. And some, and some conspiracy theorists will argue this point that they do that on purpose, that that is a version of what they have to do. So I'll, I'll, I'll jump down a quick rabbit hole and I'll pop out about Luciferian doctrine, but essentially they have to show you what they're doing and you have to be compliant in whatever they do. So part of that is they have to show you everything that they're doing to you, whether it be in writing, whether it be what they say to you or in symbolism, and you have to accept it. So that is part of that. So those Freudian slips, maybe not, maybe aren't Freudian slips. Maybe they're just truth nuggets that they're sliding out to you because then they have that autonomy to say, I told you, well, I told you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't lie. Like, yeah, I do agree. Yeah, I, do I told think, you. I've thought of that for a long time. I think that that's really what they do. And, and and on the surface level, so like after those clips, right? They're they're depending the narrative of the shooter, like. But like, if you've seen some of the footage, I've watched the footage. It sucks, like to see like the people. But like, one thing I'll say is like, wow, like this kid was good. Like you're 18 years old, and like, how are all these 18 year olds so good? Don't tell me it's from playing Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get you. No, you you are really training. And then plus, like, was what I was saying is like, it's one thing to shoot a, headshots at a target, right? But like, when you're moving, like moving as soon as you're walking. It, the 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 uh, sights change like that's something you have to practice on shooting emotion and yes you could train it like me and my friends had little arguments about that like they were like ah you know you could train like and I was like okay yeah like you could train on your own but I was like it just seemed I said regardless if somebody trained him in the military or not he was he was trained like that was trained like that was not like just your average guy that goes and shoots cans in his backyard you know what I mean like I right. think that has to be addressed right away second I think that. The way, the style that they did it, like, you had him in the car and he was, like, psyching himself up. And that was kind of weird to me. Like, what, what's psyching you up? And then how you ha how they had the image, it just felt like they were trying to paint 
a picture of who these incels are. And I think they're trying to show who the enemy is, who, who these domestic terrorists are, you know, and they have, and I think, cause I think they're going to sh- prove, uh, cause this is going to be like a bipartisan. I think if I'm saying that right, bipartisan is that when they're together or is it partisan? Yeah. Right. Bipartisan. No, right? Ah, whatever. It, it, it's going to bring the, the, the politicians together. Right. Is, is they're going to say like, yeah, there's domestic terrorists on the left. And there's des- domestic terrorists on the right. So let's pass this bill. And I think what they're doing is they're making, uh, 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 pa- painting you the picture because this kid had that GoPro on and he's walking around and making it look like a, a first person shooter. Like he literally had it to where you've seen his gun. And then what does he do right away? The, sh- the first lady, boom, dead. Like right headshot. Like, like I said, that's like, and then if you see too, like when they get there, I mean, you know, homie talked about a little bit and we're like, you know, they got there fast, right? And I get it. They could clean up the body. But, man, that first body was gone fast. Now, I get it. They could have took her to the, you know, there there may be an explanation out of it. But, like, to me, they're trying to paint uh, this domestic terrorist. And then this is a clip from NPR that's talking uh, about Hochul, the governor of New York. And you're, and you're going to see some more, like, rhetoric like this and more laws being pushed for these domestic, like, we got to stop these domestic violence extremists, right? And they're going to be from all over because they're not going to just say it's, oh, it's just Trumpers. No, they're going to say it's everybody, a- anybody that's against the opposition. So in, if you have in a red state, they're going to label all the left people and, and vice versa, you know? And I think we got to realize that they use these weapons against us. Hochul has signed multiple executive orders today, strengthening the state's gun laws and domestic terrorism response. Comes after a gunman in Buffalo killed 10 black people and injured three other people. Julian Forstadt with member station WSKG in upstate New York has more. Hochul's directive requires state police to file an extreme risk protection order with the court when they believe someone is a threat to themselves or others. If granted, the order prohibits the individual from purchasing or possessing a God them to surrender any they own. It is no longer permissive that when certain criteria or flags are out there, and we'll be very clear in identifying what those are, that they have to take the steps toward getting the extreme risk order of protection. An extreme risk protection order was not filed for the alleged Buffalo shooter after state police detained him for comments about murder-suicide last June. Hochul also signed an order that establishes a new domestic terrorism unit within the state's Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services. And not confirmed with the uh, the Salvador Ramos kid, the Texas shooter, but there was also reports that they, he also had a run-in with the FBI. How is it so convenient that all these shooters have these run-ins right before they, they get it? So who's pressuring them? Like, like it's the evidence is right there. Like, there, there's things you can look up on my tele, on Kill the Mockingbird's Telegram. I have, uh, I think it's a, a Last Bagavon um, uh, uh, article where they talk about a kid in Texas that was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I think it was in 2017 or somewhere around there. And the FBI was contacting him and trying to get him to do a mass shooting. You know what I mean? And the parents, but the parents found out, luckily the parents were in his life, you know, but if you're getting one of these kids that have no parents in their life, because, and the only time I see the FBI make any kind of a good arrest is like when they're the ones that are involved in it. Like they're like, you're like, yeah, of course you caught it, man. You fucking set it up. (laughs) <laughs> Every time, man. CIA, same thing. I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, it, I'll say this. I want to go back to that clip, though, where they were talking about enacting new laws there. What hit, hit me was the red flag part where they could just come and say, well, you can't own a gun or we're going to take your guns if you are exhibiting 
um, a trait of like, yeah, a like trait. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean, though, at that point? That's a broad. And who decides that? And who decides that? And are we going to get to where we're telling on our neighbors now? Because I remember, I don't know, a little piece in history where people were telling on neighbors, too, and they were getting locked up and thrown into camp. So at the end of the day. They're using incidences like what happened in Buffalo and what just happened in Texas as a means to take our freedoms away. And I won't just say guns right away. I mean, ultimately, I think that's the end game. But, I, you know, it's not going to happen right now. But they are going to keep shipping away. They've been shipping away for a long time at this. This isn't anything. New. And, man, just watching some of the people get worked up about, you know, taking guns and like how many lives are gonna have to die and it's like man like you guys are so emotional you didn't step back at all and even look at the situation i'm still looking at the situation i don't have near enough information to talk about it but i do want to like jump off real quick and go back to buffalo and talk about a little something um i want to talk about a little guy named uh Aaron Salter Jr. So let's talk about this guy. He was the um, security guard at the grocery store. And he got killed as a part of these 10 black people that got killed at the grocery store. Well, you follow this guy. He was ex-police. He's highly decorated. Like everybody knew him in the community. Really upstanding guy. Like he's that cop that you that you want. You want those type of guys in there. Right. But he was also something of an inventor. And this guy had tapped into how to make a car run off of water. So this isn't the first guy to do this, but he's not the only guy to do this and die mysteriously either. So uh, I did some reading about this guy. And, you know, basically he figured out um, hydrogen electrolysis is, or sorry, hydrogen electrolysis. So basically how to pull the hydrogen from the water to make the engine run, essentially, just for layman's terms. That's the best way to say it. So he been posting videos like you can find videos on YouTube where he's ta- he's showing his truck where he's, you know, he, he, he was getting close to getting a patent for it. Matter of fact, he was already had been reaching out to several um, people for funding in this. Now think about it. If you were to figure out how to make a vehicle run off of water and, and it would have to be, you know, legitimately where it could, you know, run like it would like, like petrol would, you know, you'd have yeah, to even make cold, it. Yeah, Cause you'd have to be able to like run in cold environments as well. Like, you know, like sit in an engine. So there has to be a way but the thing that's crazy about like to just like uh, put a little bit more of a conspiracy twist on it, I, I'm pretty sure, and I'll dig up the clip for probably next week if I can find it. I'm pretty sure at Davos there was somebody there talking about the, uh, how hydrogen energy is a new energy source that they're trying to push. So how interesting timing of uh, of him being killed, and, and then they're kind of so I think it's for a reason. Well, I mean, you could track it back to uh, like uh, Sta- uh, Stanley Meyer back in the in the ni- in the nineteen it was nineteen ninety eight when he mysteriously died, and, th- and the whole story behind that was he had been worked out this whole idea the same the same exact thing that Salter had come up with. He had come up with 
And in 96, he they went to court for it, and the court said that it didn't actually work, and it was a fraudulent claim that the car could actually run off of water, right? But he was saying that it did. Nobody would pick it up, right? But he was still pushing it. And then in 1998, he was at a diner with his friends and he drank like a sip of cranberry juice or something and then started choking out and went outside and died immediately. Well, actually, he said to them while he was choking out, they poisoned me. And then he fell out in the parking lot and died. So that happened. And it, again, he's not the only one. If you track it, there's several throughout history guys that came up with this idea and were essentially making it work. But then either they were discredited and said that they were liars for it or they just mysteriously died. I just find it fascinating that this guy Salter is in this place and it was almost like a byproduct. Also, if you got if you weren't paying attention, Joe Biden and all these other like high officials were actually praising this guy. They were saying him by name, which was really wild. And it was almost like it was a slap in the face, almost a laugh like. Yeah, you thought you were going to do something great. We control the narrative here. And who knows what he might have been offered behind the scenes that he refused. Well, we don't know about. We don't know. He may have really been trying to help people and they weren't having it. Like, no, no, no. Like, we, we know how to do this. We're just not going to let it happen. Not right yeah, now. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a, we haven't found the right way well, to Well, and that's it. the whole game, right? That's the whole game with electric cars. So... People think that that's going to be better for the environment. It's actually not. That's a whole different product that they're having to siphon off the earth just to make that work. So it's they're just trading one out for the other. You're not you're not actually being going green. You're not at all going green for that matter. People don't really understand that. They don't really understand how electric cars work. And well, yeah, they got to dig know. for lithium, man. That's what I was. I was like, it's just going to start the lithium war. And who's got lithium? Have. You start thinking about where are all these, you know. Ukraine has a ton of lithium. Hmm, I wonder why everybody go. wants to there go to Ukraine. There we go. You're right there. Right there with it. That's why what I'm saying. Why do you I'm think saying. we've been in the Middle East for so long? There's so there's a lot of stuff there, too, and in Africa. Like, why are we always in Somalia? You know what I mean? Like, right when the new, yeah, these, these things happen on purpose. And and I think that is, like, uh, interesting timing. And that's why when you said that, I was like, dang. And it made me think, like, dang, they were talking at Davos about hydrogen hydrogen energy they so they don't want a pleb you know a regular joe to to come out with the the information they decide when it comes out and who gets to use it i don't know if you remember uh this is just to kind of play off of that idea but this was some years back maybe 10 15 um there was a uh university and i can't remember if it was stanford or 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 one one of them one of the ivy league schools i believe uh or one of the Ivy League schools, sorry. But uh, they had figured out a way to cure cancer in mice. They were pretty much had figured it out. And one of the big pharma came and like bought the the um, the plants for it and they shut it down. And then literally shut it down. And then you heard nothing else about it. And that, And that's the thing. Like all this stuff has been discovered, guys. They know how to make cars run off of water. They, they know what they're doing. They know how to do all this, but they don't want anyone else figuring it out. So then it becomes accessible to the the uh, the people. They don't want us to have any power, man. They, if they have all of the uh, ex- 
experimentation. They have all of the trinkets and toys that we need to actually have a better life. And they're the ones in control. Definitely. And, and, and there was already like a documentary too. Like you said, like there's a documentary on Netflix. Like this is way before, like when they first started their streaming, it was called gas hole. And it was about under this guy in the thirties where or twenties or thirties. And he invented and was able to get a car to run off a hundred miles off one gallon of gas. Right. That would obviously be a saver. That'd be, and then he mysteriously died. And then somehow through all the shuffling of everything, the, the shell corporation got the uh, uh, hold of his patent. You know what I mean? So like, oh, just, hey, we're just going to just get this thing right here so nobody else can find this. And, and and I think that that has deterred a lot of people from going into those directions of coming with new technologies that who knows how they get it. You know, they they, they may just uh, drift to them or like, you know, do you get these thoughts or like maybe somebody's whispering in their ear from another, you know what I mean? Time traveling dimensions. But I think like to me to wrap up, like I'm just going to wrap up the whole um Buffalo, like this is the, to me, this is the one that wraps it up that just really says that they're coming, like you said, they're coming for our freedom, right? Like, I think they saw opportunity as well where they're like, oh, can we take out this guy that's making, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, showing the hydrogen energy? Sure. Two birds with one stone, the kind of ideal. That's what I think. Cause I really think the major narrative is domestic terrorism. You know what I mean? That's the, the narrative that they're going to continue to go after. And they're going to try to put me and you, you know, like us not agreeing with the government will soon be. And how this, listen to how this uh, former uh, uh, retired FBA assistant director, Frank uh, Figliosi, when he talks about the Buffalo shooter and social media and his words on uh, uh, freedom of speech, like the way he, and you notice a lot of like the mocking Bermudia is now kind of just mocking the freedom of speech. Like <laughs> they want their freedom of speech. What happened this weekend in Buffalo is, in my opinion, the very definition of domestic terrorism. We have a legal definition of domestic terrorism, and this fits the bill. Uh, violence uh, aimed at coercion, intimidation of a civilian population for the promotion of an ideology. There, there we go. We don't have a law. Uh, making domestic terrorism illegal, but we've got a definition. Look, there's no single solution to this. The law enforcement is only a piece of this. Uh, we've been talking about who should be at the table at a White House meeting. Let's ensure, in my opinion, that the leaders of the social media platforms, all of them, especially 4chan, are at that table. Um, because we keep hearing about freedom of speech, freedom of speech. We can't do anything. Woe is me, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom from responsibility. That's what it's turned into. See, that's bullshit, man. Like, and I've listened to that clip already. And I'm telling you right now that that's how they're going to play it. Oh, it's not freedom for responsibility. You know, everybody's straight your free of speech. Like, we're not giving it to you. Like, no, you're actually not. Actually, you're shutting it down. And, and this past week, for sure, you and I can talk about how they shut down freedom of speech because we're not even now allowed to have a legitimate conversation online that differs from the mainstream view without them shutting us down. And we're not writing like four 4chan manifestos about what we're about to do to the fucking world, man. I'm just tired of it, bro. Like I'm tired of these puppets popping off, trying to tell us what to do and then just like this guy said, like freedom from responsibility, like whatever, man, like I'm going to continue to pop off and you're going to pop off and we're, we're not going to have it. Yeah. But we're, especially they're taking us down. Like, Oh, like you said, we're not putting some manifesto, but I'm like, Hey, this is the words that they said. 
Like, it's yeah. not, I'm not yeah. like putting words in their mouth. Right. I'm like, hey, this is exactly what they said. You know, like it's not speculation. Most like nine times out of the ten, the posts I'm putting up, they're getting taken down. It's them saying, oh, that's a missed context. Show me the missing context, man. Because I watched the whole interview. You know what I mean? I heard what they're trying to say. And you ain't even got to missing. Con- yeah, missing context. Half the time, man, you're just literally copy and pasting what they're saying. And then they're saying missing context or fact checking it. And I'm like, no, like, like, and I've had, for instance, and I know guys that have too, where they post something without any verbiage that's even talking about it. And they'll fact check it. And it's like, we're just literally showing you like what you're saying. It's just that people are, are, are aware of it. So when you're actually putting it out, it's like lives of TikTok, right? So lives of TikTok got their whole like account pulled. It literally just got put back up today, but it got pulled and they put it back up and said, Oh, it was by accident. Sorry. Like, there's no accident, bro. Like, there's no accident for a account that has like three hundred thousand. See, followers. like if Tucker like, was, if, if a bunch, if 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 we were big enough, and someone was like, "Hey, kill the mockingbirds," got killed, kicked off, and they made immediate the, the libs of TikTok got put back on, in my opinion, because they're able. Even Sam Tripoli, I think he gets it because you, they're afraid of us, the people. You know what I mean? They're definitely afraid of us, the people. They're like, man, what's what's going on with these guys? Like, what are they gonna do? Like. But I think that what was in that story, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I have one clip of it, but I, I did get a little like, uh, this vanished real quick, but we had this going on. Monkeypox, 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 monkeypox. View has symptoms associated with monkeypox. Clusters of the virus have been reported in Britain, Spain, and Portugal, with more cases popping up in the U.S., Australia, and across Europe. Tonight at Bellevue Hospital, doctors are. But I guess it went away, man. Like I had a whole like thing on it, but the week changed so fast <laughs> monkey pox went, i don't know if it's gonna make a comeback i'm kind of man that was my hit you know what i mean that was my jam that's like when uh they took away uh my name is Earl off nbc you know what i'm saying i'm like that's my shit man that's what i watch man what do you mean you're gonna take it off then the monkey pox i was all over it and that shit uh did... yeah, i had a feeling <laughs> it was gonna fade too because they were saying like oh don't worry about it it's that gonna probably be like the last one like i'm gonna be honest with you man i think sometimes that they they pull out stuff. One, they got to fill in these gaps, right? Between big incidences. And they got to keep something health-wise going because a lot of people are just over COVID, like completely over it. Like even your people that were like bought in, they're just like, man, it's over with. Like people have let it die down in their minds to the point like, you know, you got, you still got these idiots that they were a mask sometimes, whatever. Like nobody's even paying attention to them. Like they're like, whatever, wear a mask. I don't give a shit. Like people are just living their lives. And I think now they're just plugging and playing. They're just going to see what they can do. Uh, you know, they got to keep something going until they really get something going. Right. It's just, you know, to see it's just fear mongering. It's fear mongering. And they just want to keep hitting people with things to keep them on edge. Keep us on edge, too, man. They don't like free thinkers. They don't like critical thinkers. They got to have us spinning around in circles, too. Right. But I thought they were going to get because they had the whole like, you know, uh, 
truck full of monkeys like a few months ago that crashed in Penn somewhere in Pennsylvania. And then there's even like a clip, like I'll have all these clips in the show notes. Like I'm not going to play all of them right now, but like, you know, you guys could check the show notes. I will be on Telegram, kill the mockingbirds. But like, remember the lady puts her finger in there. She's like, Oh, it bit me. I, uh, and they're like, why did she you pet it? was it? a cat. Yeah. I thought it was, was a, a cat. So I went like, it, it just was so weird. And then there was like, a, like, I think she's getting sick. And I thought that was going to be, and I was like, dang, they're going to roll out outbreak. You know what I mean? The movie outbreak. I thought they were going to roll that right. out. And then that went away, and then the monkey pox. So I was like, oh, well, maybe this is where it comes in, right? And then it comes into play because they could go down the road. Like, remember a couple months ago, the lady that thought it was a cat, but it was really a monkey that got bit by a monkey? She's dead, and she gave everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they could build that up. But no, like, too much happened in the week. But uh, before I went all of that, I wanted to play uh, this guy because I think it's important for everybody to hear this fucking douchebag, uh, Scott Godley. Uh Former, well, I think he was the former Pfizer CEO or like on the board or something like that. But he was the original guy that was like pushing all this. Uh, I think he even went on Joe Rogan. I'm not sure if that's who went on Joe Rogan in, in the beginning of this whole pandemic. And it was like the two million people are going to die and blah, 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 like right away. Like, and, and they could say two million people die now worldwide, but w- what they were trying to say is like two million people were going to die in the United States of America within two months. You know what I mean? Or a three month span. So I think it's important. Yes. And, and this guy, like, so, like, I want to, I want to, I always like to keep tabs on this guy so we know what he's saying. What the heck is monkeypox and do we actually need to worry about this? Well, look, I think now that there's been community spread, it may be hard to fully snuff this out. I don't think it's going to become a major epidemic because this is a virus that's difficult to spread. You need to stay in close contact or contact with the open sores. But there's so many cases now that are disconnected. This is spreading in the community. And there may be a lot more infection in what we're picking up. It has a long incubation period, upwards of 21 days. So there may be a lot of people currently incubating the virus. There's probably a lot of people who went undiagnosed or misdiagnosed because doctors aren't looking for it. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that we've found so many disconnected cases, it does suggest that the spread right now is pretty wide. I, I, that, that, that concerns me. I mean, this, what is this thing? What happens if you get it? Well, look, it could be dangerous. Um, you know, the case fatality rate for the particular strain that seems to be spreading is anywhere from 1% to 4%. It's particularly dangerous in, in immune-compromised individuals, people who are vulnerable. Um, it's also, you know, sort of a disabling virus. It can last two to four months. Um, you know, you get, you get fever, lymphadenopathy in the sort of prodrome phase, the lead-up phase. Um, then you develop these vesicles that can last anywhere from two to four weeks. So, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a significant virus. I don't think it's going to be widespread in terms of an epidemic that we've seen, you know, in the order of COVID for sure. But we could get low level spread that just becomes hard to snuff out. There are anywhere from five to 10,000 cases a year in the DRC. So there are countries where this is endemic um, and it's not infrequent. And now that it's spreading in the community here in Western Europe and parts of the United States, it appears to be have gotten into this country. Again, it could be hard to fully snuff out. We're not going to mass vaccinate for it. They're going to try to ring vaccinate using the vaccinia virus vaccine. Um, that's not a vaccine a lot of people are going to want to take. So it could be hard to deploy public health measures to try to get a handle on this. That's the concern, not a widespread epidemic here at this point. But this just low level persistent spread cases popping up here and there outbreaks um, that could be you know, a risk to individuals and certainly a headline risk. I'm with you. So, like, I think the purpose of that is to, like, keep them aware. Like, not saying, like, see how he, like, toes the line. Same thing Fauci does is good. They're really good at this, where they're like, hey, this thing could be really dangerous or it could be not that that's the wording that they use like he was like this could be really dangerous yeah well this could also not be dangerous you know what i mean like this could be anything like the but the way he uses it and once they uh the public is like 
hey, we, we, we believe this guy. We trust this guy. He knows what he's talking about, which I don't know why, because he got it wrong. Everything on COVID, he got it wrong. Hey, I love I love the journalists, whatever they talk to these guys and like, we should be concerned, right? They're like, yo, well, yeah. And it's like they said they get they they throw in these softballs and there's just home runs out of the park, man, of like how we should just be living under our beds in fear. Like it's it's ridiculous. And and a gun's not gonna protect you. The only thing that's gonna protect you is you getting under your bed and you call the government and we will be there for you. Like, I'll get the fuck out of here, man. People need to protect their and I think that real any real cops like just on that subject, any real cop is going to be like, yeah, I think you should protect yourself because they know that it's going to take them time to get there. Even if they're the good, a good hearted person that is Man, a cop that wants to help you. That doesn't want you to have your own protection. I don't know a cop that, unless they just don't like you personally, or if you, if legally you're not supposed to have one, you know what I mean? Like one of the two, but at the end of the day, yeah, man, I've had, I've known cops to say, Hey, somebody walks to that door, just unload on them. Like, you know, we'll come by and, you know, pick up the pieces. Like you're it within your rights to do that. So I think that's that's uh that's the misconception there too, uh, on that front. Cause for the most part, you know, cops want you to protect yourself. They don't want to be the only one jumping in front of bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah, and all these like scientists that are like ex- a big pharma company people or ex bureaucrats that were in the CDC or something, you know what I mean? They of course they're not they're, looking out for your health, no, man. They're, they're not looking out for your health. They're biased opinion too. If if they were looking out for your health, they would tell you how to take care of your body, man. What you need to put in your body, what you what kind of you know vitamins you need to be taking. They don't talk about any of that stuff, man. All they talk about is what you need to get hooked on. That's it. Like it's basically it. Pills. You know, uh, any form of narcotic, no matter what it is, it gets you hooked on, man. That's why, you know, there's a, you know, uh, been such an influx over the past, you know, what, 30 years of people getting hooked on pills. Like, it's because they were prescribed them. That's how it started. And that's the real epidemic. I mean, more people have died off of drug overdose than COVID and probably mass shootings combined. Like, and they don't want to talk about those subjects and, and not to mention even the suicides. Cause if you, uh, the people that can't get off drugs, like there's people that kill themselves because they can't get off drugs or they use drugs to kill themselves. I had like a bunch of like, cause I don't want to go crazy. Like I said, I want to keep it in our pocket. We're trying to find a pocket for everybody. And I think we're about to get into the second show, but before we get second half of show, um, you know, uh, I wanted to highlight some of the stuff, like check out like the, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the whole uh the show notes on uh tell telegram kill the mockingbirds like like i have one about naomi wolf i think she's in the uh the bannon's uh a war room and she's talking about a orly a war orwellian vaccine passports the clip that got me i think one of the clips that got me kicked off of ig was the pfizer C- ceo explains the new uh pfizer new tech at davos crowd within the, uh the chip inside the pill yeah the pill the chip in the pill bro like it, you can't even you can't even make this shit up. No, I mean, it's legit though. Like, yeah, bro, it's it. legit, bro. It's like the, uh, it's like the clip, uh, that I put out, uh, a couple of days ago on TikTok and it started blowing up. And, uh, it was, uh, it was about, uh, the Nokia CEO where he's like, Hey, in 2030, we won't have cell phones. They'll be a part of your body. And I'm like, bro. And they were just saying that we were conspiracy theorists for talking about putting microchips in our body. Come on, man. Like You're just validating everything we've been saying. And then it, 
you know what's so funny, man? And the, and, oh my God, like the people that are asleep, you should hear the excuses these people make. It's like, I'm telling you, man, when it comes to microchips coming, all that stuff, they will have an excuse then. Like you'll be like, man, we've been telling you about these microchips. Hey, but they're going to help us out though. Like it's going to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, it's almost <laughs> no, time yeah, going. It's like they can't even see it. Like I don't, bro, I feel like I, sometimes I'm just walking in this like world of like just absolute zombies, man. And they don't see anything. And I'm just like, ah, like when he said that and then the Pfizer with the pill and the chip, I'm like, what? They're, they're I'm saying he said it. Chips in you. <laughs> How are you gonna get mad at me for posting what he said, man? Like I didn't, I didn't even like make anything up. That was not even speculation. But that's back to what we were talking about. They have to tell you. So this is that part, but they don't want everybody knowing because people like you and me are gonna put that information out, and then we're gonna be like, "Hey, see, like they're putting chips in your body." Like they're literally putting in a pill and they're putting chips. Right? They said it. They don't want people to see. Look, man, when it comes to Davos, man, most people aren't paying attention to Davos at all. Like my people don't even know what Davos is. I'll bring up Davos and they'll be like, what's that? <laughs> like what? You don't know what? It's like where the elites meet every year to decide our fate. Like that's a think tank. It's a giant think it's tank. A giant where- think- well, it's a think tank. But the real think tank goes on behind the scenes. Like, and I've, I've read a lot about stuff that goes on at Davos and, and they said really like the real meetings, um, you know, the stuff they show you is just for show. Like really all, all the real meetings and the real powers that you'll never see are behind the scenes that meet. And, and, and another thing is too, man, like there are, meetings that happen all across the globe throughout the year that we don't know about at all. Like you wouldn't even know the name of that meeting, you know? So Davos is there for two things. It's definitely there to release information um, that they need to tell you like chips and stuff like that, that people aren't paying attention to, but it is kind of a front to, you know, get people like you and me worked up and they do and they, and they're successful. But so, you know, they, they know that it's, for critical thinkers, they do that because they got to throw us off too. Like they know that we're constantly looking and seeing. So they got to like throw nuggets out to us and throw us off track too, man. I mean, that's what a real psyop is, right? I think they're just super arrogant now. Like I think they don't care. Well, I agree with that too, for sure. They they think that they can just paint us into like, cause even like uh, I sent you that clip and like, we'll get some of this next week, but like, where he's talking, uh, Klaus is talking to the uh, Pfizer CEO and just like, <laughs> these crazy conspiracy theories are just talking about us all the time. <laughs> they think we got, crazy? They thought we got locked up by the FBI. <laughs> they had pictures of us. Where did, I don't even know how they made that happen. Like, but yeah, we're, we're, we, we got all this C, we got all this CGI at the house and we're doctoring up these videos of you. Like, first off, if it's a doctored up video, it's something that you guys put out to throw people off the track like that had nothing to do with us sitting in the house and creating this like oh man like you're you're right they're arrogant as fuck like they're they're going to be arrogant that's for a fact but i just want to say that it, you know in reality a lot of the things that go on aren't there for you to see like when you're looking at Klaus Schwab and 
some of these guys that run these events, I mean, they're just your front men puppets. It's kind of like the Rothschilds. You know, a lot of people think they're, you know, one of the elite elites, like they're an elite, but they're not like your real families of power. They're just the front men. They're there to take the heat. Like they know that they're going to be, you know, villains. They know it. They are villains. Everybody looks at them as a villain. There's someone that you can throw the barbs at. The real people, man, they don't even have social security numbers. Like these dudes are off the grid, literally, man. They move it. The world is their is their house. Like there's no there's no country lines. There's no state lines. There's no none of that. This is. And I think the reason their, why they their playground. They need to balance it out too. Is that we got to understand that there's more people than them, right? So. They have to constantly use manipulation and um, getting people to think, you know, like uh, when people think like, hey, let's uh, go to war with Russia because, you know, Ukraine, that's, you know, the poor them. When you jump onto those trains, when you jump into the trains of saying like without looking at the connections of what's really going on, they're getting you onto this Green New Deal, like you said, like without looking at what's going on with the lithium trades and how deadly that is for the environment. If you're really trying to fix the environment. And then you look at like, you know, uh, uh, with all this misinformation and people should be in jail for misinformation and, and, and uh, what's it called? These domestic new domestic extreme extremist terrorists, right? That started last year with the, the whole January 6th. That's like the initiation of that word. And now it's been everywhere. And I think they're really trying to tone it in on what that is. So the elites can go, hey, you know that crazy stuff that they say? These are those extremists we're talking about, you know? These guys are like, they're left and they're right. And they're, you know, and I think that's what kind of, to me, correlates both of those shooters together and puts everything into perspective of where we could see like, to me, all the clips that I try to really put together was like, hey, they're trying to come after us. Hey, like you said, changing the freedom. Earlier, you said something about, on, was it on Discord, where they said 13 days in uh, Texas? Yeah, number 13. We can talk, start talking about uh, Geomastra and all that too, man. Like, yeah, that's, what, that's all I'm saying. Like, we could get into the numbers game because you start getting a numbers game, they're showing you all the numbers. You can look at any, you were just talking about, Freemason symbols that kept popping up like in the uh, news feeds. Well, you can start looking at numbers too, man, and symbols like they'll pop up all the time. The Saturn cube. We saw that. We saw we saw uh, 33 keeps popping up a lot. Um, a lot of these shootings, a lot of these numbers will show up. So you'll see them throughout. They do that for a reason. And when they talk too, in, in, in the interviews, um, they'll use numbers that coincide with, you know, when you when they, you know, and I'm not a geomatra guy at all and i you respect the dudes that are that can put that stuff together but you know i know some a little bit enough to know when i hear someone talking i know those numbers significance and they do it every time it's there it's it's all it's all numbers and symbols man that's what their you know luciferianism at the root core is and that can spread out into a million different secret societies and things but yeah that's at the core what it's all based on I mean, they have to present everything in, in that fashion because they're, you know, it represents who they worship. Definitely. And then I'm going to give my last clip in. And I thought this one was good because it's another pat on uh, the back of uh, so-called conspiracy theorists or truthers or whatever you want to call it. And it's a little just clip of Amazon Echo interactions shape the ads we see study finds like we we already knew all this where people would say, hey, man, I was on Facebook. 
And I was talking about like, or like I, I picked up my phone after I was talking about a certain dog food. And then I went on Facebook and I saw nothing but ads for this kind of dog food. So I think this is just a little, uh, one of those little laps where we run around like Toadie, man. More people are using digital assistants like the Amazon Echo or Alexa, but it's not always clear how your data is being used. According to a study published in April, Amazon Echo interactions were used to help target ads on Amazon.com, Amazon Prime, and several other platforms. Fitness fans received fitness-themed ads, the same for people interested in religion or politics. In an emailed statement, an Amazon spokesperson said that in some cases we will use the actions of customers to inform the ads we serve. However, Amazon said it does not sell customers' personal information and does not share Alexa requests with advertising networks. The company says you can turn off targeted ads at any time. Researchers say there should be more transparency so people know exactly how their information is being used. I mean, those technocrats love data, man. You know what I mean? Like That's like their favorite thing. And they're using all that data. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that. But yeah, there's another pat on the back for conspiracy theorists of like, hey, we were right, man. That's what people have been saying for a long time, man. Like, I remember my grandma even, uh, she used to be like, man, TV, sound, like like everything. Like, you know, this is like fucking 80s, like, you know, early 90s. where like, hey, that the, they're, they're, they're getting all our information. And we're like, yeah, all right, crazy. You're crazy. Like, and then now I'm like, man, I don't know, man. Like, even like those radio waves, who knows what they were picking up back then? Man, who knows? And, and you know, I'm with you on that. And, and again, back to what I said before, they're selling it to you in a way that you're accepting it. But they're letting you know with the echo, like, hey, you could turn those ads off, but it's there for us to gather this information so we know how to serve you better yeah exactly that's what we we can help you like it's always like it always is that huh so we can help you so let let us help you like uh before we get into the second half show you know you can help support the show by going uh you know to operation kill the mockingbirds on instagram that's the new uh ig handle uh you can go to van underscore tesla underscore on tiktok and ig if you want to pop us a little message of uh something you think we should talk about you got some clips or some art you want to send us or something that you think you contribute to the show somehow uh go to kill the mockingbirds at gmail.com and uh, again to support the show for right now i mean just go hit the music up you know go to s-e-a-n-c-h-r-i-s that's sean chris on apple spotify and everything else and uh joe what do you got for him yeah you can go to uh joel thomas or Quan duke on uh spotify apple title any streaming service youtube uh you can find us anywhere if you go to uh van tesla one on youtube i've got music videos up of a lot of the new stuff uh us three we got a uh new single for the summer woke summer uh for anybody that's against the system against the the wokeness uh it's a fun time man it's a summertime track and it's funny and it's also a lot of truth to it so get out there listen to it share it because when you do that it helps combat against what's going on in the world today and that's all we're trying to do we're trying to give you quality music quality entertainment with value that you can grow with and that we can grow with like we're growing constantly so we don't have all the answers we're, we're just learning just like you but we're open 
Yeah, and definitely like, you know, like and subscribe. And also check us out on a, a podcasting 2.0 app. Uh, for me, I use Over Overcast. Uh, Overcast is the one I use, but there's a couple other ones. Just go to podcasting2.0.com. It's the way to save Adam Curry from No Agenda is trying to save uh, podcasting. And I think it is going to become important with all the censorship and people getting accounts nuked. Even like Apple podcasts have been taken down. Spotify podcasts have been taken down. So at any moment, they might take us down and they can't take down our RSS feed. So what they're doing with podcasting 2.0 is they are adding our RSS, our RSS feeds to like, you know, these other platforms that, that are actually better, that are more interactive. So shouts out to Adam Curry for constantly doing shit like that. Let's get to second half of the show. like a, everything we're talking about um like it's important that we talk about the news but i think it's also important we talk about other things uh that have been out there for centuries you know what i mean things that have been talking about some of the subjects we're going to be talking about are things that have been talking about since the beginning of time almost right there's different stories different tribes of people different walks of life uh like we were talking about earlier that these walks of life didn't even uh intermingle with each other had were continents away from each other like there was no way of them ever speaking and they still came up to the same conclusions. So if you don't know what we're trying to talk about today, today's deep dive, we're going to go deep dive on Hollow Earth. So, man, when you told me to start talking about Hollow Earth, you know what I mean? Like you showed me the uh, uh, Tony's podcast on the confessionals, which I got really into. I was like, dang, man, they did a great job. Uh, everybody that was on that uh, think tank. And they really kind of pushed me into this direction where I started like digging a little bit more on my own and seeing that. Through time, like every religion, almost every type of civilization and different people actually um, think of this hollow earth. Maybe not on the same exact way, but they have like their own take on hollow earth. Yeah. If you follow uh, different religions, uh, different cultures, since the beginning of time, there's always been a link about hollow earth and they may verbalize it in different ways, but there's always been this underlying link of things came from under the earth and then came on top of the earth. So when you start digging into that, uh, it gets really fascinating, man. And I'm, I'm a very big proponent on the hollow earth theory for sure. I think there's a lot of validity to it. Uh, I know, you know, in this realm of conspiracies that we roll in, you know, you've got your flat earthers and you've got hollow earthers and you've got, you know, people that, I mean, like you said, I think that maybe it's a root system. You know, I thought that was pretty interesting too, but, you know, for me, I think that there's, I think there's a lot of, you know, I say proof very fluidly, but proof that, the Earth's the globe. I, I think that there's a lot of things that can, you know, point towards that. Um, even in the Bible, 
you know, I know a lot of flat earthers are very biblical, um, but there is a lot of things even in the Bible that point more towards um, a globe system. I know they talk about the firmament, but that doesn't mean, you know, that it's a snow globe by any stretch. Now, I want to say a small caveat there that I've never been to space. So if it comes out one day that it's a flat earth, then, you know, I'm not going to be shocked either. So, <laughs> you know, there's there's a p- part of it. I mean, what was it, Bill Nye that said that we need to start teaching kids that they'll never see space, so they'll never go to space or no one will ever go to space. He actually said that uh, in an interview. And I thought that was fascinating. Again, it's back to that. They have to tell you and they have to tell you what they're actually doing. I mean, what NASA's come out several times and said they can't go back to the moon. I mean, but yet we're sending stuff to Mars and, you know, it it doesn't add up. It, it, It doesn't. And it's one of two things. Either we've never been and it is some sort of either flat Earth globe system or the firmament is literally some sort of radioactive barrier around the Earth. Or we've actually been in space, but they haven't told us anything about what they've seen, which I lend to that idea a lot that what they've shown us shown of shown us of space is a lie but have they been i think so i think yeah i think we've definitely been outside of the outside of the earth i don't know that's where like because like there's a whole documentary i'm gonna have to show you i uh i haven't showed you that, that they talk about like why they believe the flat earth was pushed uh because flat earth society was started by a freemason right like mm-hmm. yeah you know, exactly. a lot of flat earthers they could say, hey, yeah, but we don't associate with him, blah, blah, blah. And like, I say, okay, you know, I get it. Like, that's that QAnon thing. That's that Anon thing. Wherever you start talking about Trump being a Freemason or whatever, they start somehow, like, brushing it away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it, that's not true. And I'm like, yeah. But what they were saying is that this was a, a, a pushed as a PSYOP to discredit the people that were really talking about we didn't go to the moon. And this is why we didn't go to the moon and why it was a lie and how, why it was a, a, a bullshit like that. It was shot in the studio so that they wanted to make them look like lunatics. Which uh, I and, believe, you know, I which I believe all that, by the way, that it was shot in a studio. Yeah, the, de- definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then, that's why I think, so then they, they, they try to find something more outlandish that they can get people to, jump upon that's why i think the whole like most of these psyops are they find uh bits and pieces of truth like yeah this like they don't that's why i think with you i think it's more a hollow earth like uh uh, i've i've went down the flat earth you know people always would tell me like hey and and nothing against flat earth i think you're right i think they got some stuff going on with all that but i think that they're they're too much and they don't see like where they're like close it's like same thing with the nons a lot of times you're really close but like i don't think you're really exploring more of the options what it could be right it's not just a flat plane i think like you said through history we've seen them talk about hollow earth in hinduism buddhism uh uh uh, christianity like you know what i mean it's it's been in the americas to to brazil to japan It, it every single walk of life has been more about hollow earth than than the firmament or or you know anything like that. And then some I think that the things that people have learned at flat earth are just translated wrong because they to me still match up with what we're talking about in hollow earth. Yeah, I think it's funny too. Uh you remember that show on Netflix, Inside Job? Well, they actually talk about that. They're, they're hollow earth's like a big part of that show. And one of the characters is from Hollow Earth. And I find it funny that they made that flat earth was an actual psyop so they talk about that i remember her dad created flat earth to th- kind of throw everybody off the trail 
And I thought that was funny because that's essentially what I think too. I think hollow earth is such a plausible theory, especially when it comes to Admiral Byrd. And they really twisted up Admiral Byrd's stories, by the way, flat earthers did, because he never talked about flat earth at all. He actually talked about hollow earth and going inside the earth, like all of his, all of his documentation, all of his, uh, you know, the uh, journals that were, you know, that, disappeared but like reappeared his son had and then i don't know if you know his son died mysteriously his car went off like (laughs) went off a ledge while he was on the way to speak about um his dad's writings which was really crazy he was actually on the way to do that so that's why you know especially when it comes to admiral bird i mean his stories are just mind-blowing you know how he went to uh the north pole and how his uh, airplane was taken over by some sort of device. Like it was almost like a force field, like drew it into the earth. And when he went in the earth, um, he met these beings that were like basically like taller humans and brought him in there and basically told him that he was only allowed in there because he was uh, of good heart, essentially. And they showed him, that, you know, their technology was far greater than ours. And, you know, they had what well, flying saucers actually is what picked him up. And, you know, they let him go and they wanted him to come warn us, which he apparently did. And uh, the government told him to be quiet, essentially. And it makes it's, sense it's because the story. Like, it's the story that was told. All, all the UFO sightings we've heard about. Like how many have have talked about them coming from the ocean? That's why there's even a lot of people that believe that the ocean is space. You know what I mean? Like that space is it's a whole. There's so many different things about it. And then when we can put it in real life perspective, like I have an article that will be in the show notes as well. It's a 63 foot sinkhole in China reveals massive ancient forest. Like that's just a glimpse. Did of you what see the picture be. of that? By the way. Yeah, it's, it's insane, crazy. man. Yes, like, yes. There's even like old. You can go on on YouTube and look up like uh different Hollywood stuff with with drones and stuff. It, it, it's not like that. There's even like there so much evidence. Like like you said, like it's documented. Like what's right or what's wrong? I don't know, right? But like to some, so many people documenting. Like they're talking about the holes, uh, uh in. Oh, the ice that melted in Antarctica, that there was an ocean underneath the ice. Like, you know what I mean? There's a whole nother world. There's so many things that have been proven. And like with Bird, you know what I mean? I think a uh, 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 Bird going and telling his story and then something happened to him, his son mysteriously dying. I think that like that just tells you so much of what there is. And I think that uh, going through a lot of these stories, I was also kind of mixed. Like, it seems like some people like kind of referred to it as like a, a heavenlish place, like almost like uh, the fallen angels of the good, but, and then some think the fallen angels of the bad. And then I started to think, I think it's like a mix, right? Like it's like a half and half world. Like half of the hollow earth is like, you know, like uh good fallen angels that have like tried to like, you know, that, that were here to help people. And, and, and that's why they need the good. And I think there's the bad. Right. And that's why, like I was telling you when all these documentaries I was watching, uh, the, the, PC kind of like uh, uh, mainstream versions ones where they would talk about hollow earth every single time they were like, uh, this is a, a, a warning that uh, we will say some anti-Semitic things because people have a weird theory because people think about like Hitler uh, escaping in hollow earth, right? He escaped. And there's even stuff in the movies about that. You know what I mean? Where well, it's him the tunneling system that, yes. that is a part of hollow earth. So he apparently 
got away under the tunneling system under the ocean to get to South America. So that was the theory. And yeah, the FBI's basically come out and said that he got away. He was in South America. We know that. Um, I know he wanted to get to Antarctica because that was the core part of what he believed in the occult was that there was power, great power um, in South America, in the South Pole, which if we talk about South Pole, there's only, or Antarctica, there's only a small piece that we're even allowed to go to. Like you and I, if we wanted to go there, there's a small piece that we're even allowed to walk around. You're not even allowed to go. You just can't walk around there. You can't go and discover anything. And there's just military base upon military base down there. Um, they bring every president of the United States down there for some, you know, quote unquote ritual. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty wild. And there's been stories. Um, I, I listened to a story of there was uh, two military guys that were called across the Antarctic because there's a guy that got hurt and they need to bring him to a medic base. And they were told to fly to go get him. But they said, you can't fly over the no fly zone. You got to go around it. Well, they were like, well, if we do that, he's going to die for sure. So they just disobeyed orders. And when they did, it was just a giant hole in the earth. And they flew over this giant hole and they went to pick him up and they got hit up on the, you know, radio again. And they're like, listen, if you fly over this again, like we're just going to shoot you out of the sky. So they went around and he ended up dying on the plane because they couldn't get back in time. But they said they were just blown away. There was just a massive crater like in the bottom. And they say there's one in the front I mean, at the top too. So apparently, you know, from what I've gathered, you know, from all the reading at the top, it goes in and then it's out, you know, so it's basically like a water system that goes in and the water system goes out. But, you know, there's also been a lot of pyramids that have been found in Antarctica too. Um, You know, a lot of people think that it was, um, that's where Atlantis was, that Atlantis was the South pole. It was, uh, according to Admiral Byrd, when he went down there, he got to a certain point where it opened up. It was like lush and green and there was just lakes and just all kinds of vegetation and everything. And That's what reminded like a, me of the sinkhole in China. Right, like when, right. when I was hearing his like like to me, those kind of like lined up. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's so many stories about uh hollow earth and caverns um i don't know if you heard the story that came out in the la times um you know this is this is just a wild wild story this was like a like i want to say 1920s if i'm correct and essentially uh there was a story that was ran in the la times that talked about uh a race of reptilians that they called them lizard people. And this was something that the, at the time the American Indians had talked about. So the native Americans had basically told this, uh, this guy named uh, Warren Shuffled, and he was a geophysical mining engineer. And he was fascinated with this story enough that he wanted to find this race of lizard people because apparently they had like just caverns of gold. But he got this map from the Native Americans. They actually mapped it out for him and it was underneath LA. And so 
the LA Times thought this was valid enough during that point in time to actually run the story where they even have little drawings of lizard people and stuff like that. But he was digging in LA. Now it was never said if he found or not. I mean, obviously they said he did, but we don't really know the, the depth of the story after that. We just know what the LA Times posted. And this is something you can go find. You can literally type in lizard people, LA Times in Google and you can find the original article and you can find articles written about it. So this was something that was, you know, mainstream at one point, which I, I thought it is super fascinating. We were talking about how yeah, it and, then, and then, you know, lizard people, uh, lizard King, uh, uh, Jim Morrison. I, a lot of people also refer to uh, the hollow earth as uh, Agartha. Agartha is like what, uh, and I think the cap, I forgot the name of the capital. It starts like sim, something with the S, but Agartha is what like pretty much was referenced. Yeah, Shambhala. Uh, uh, Agartha was pretty much, it, and there's many entrances in, in uh, Kentucky, Mammoth Caves, uh, Bermuda Triangle, where a lot of things could become missing. Like all of a sudden, like how many times, uh, Soviet Union had some interesting Himalaya Mountains and all these different entrances. And what Agartha is supposedly is, is like you said, it's almost similar as the myth of like um, uh, Atlantis. And like some people believe like it's the lot of the people that, uh, Stayed after the flood, you know, people that have found refuge. Uh, there's people that believe into the mystics of like, you know, there's giants there. Like it's a whole nother world. Uh, like explaining it kind of similar like um, that movie Avatar <clears throat> where there are these beings or fallen angels or Enochs. You know, like uh, I mean like uh, Nanunaki in uh, the book of Enoch. Like I think there's like all these speculations. And to me, they all kind of, even though they're not exactly the same, they to me they lead into the same path. Because like there's it's proven like if if I can pull up an article that was very recent of a sinkhole that had a whole forest in it, what else is down there? When I've go if you go on YouTube and just put Hollow Earth drone footage, there is drones. There in seven years ago, there was all these things uh, uh, going out where people could uh, put their uh, drones out there, and they, there was all these little under. Maybe it wasn't super underground, but it was enough to be under the surface. So that tells me that logically it could happen. No, I totally agree, man. Uh, you know, that I'm a big fan of that. You brought up the uh, Anunnaki, which a lot of people, you know, think are the Nephilim in the Bible, which were the giants of old, which were, you know, the crossbreeding of fallen angels and humans, which started the first initial race of Nephilim, which were like the demigods, which, you know, in Greek culture, they would consider the demigods. And, you know, the Nephilim, People wonder why the Nephilim show up in Genesis and then reappear later in the Bible after the flood. Well, you know, they obviously didn't get on Noah's Ark. So where did they go? Like, or was there another incursion of fallen angels getting with humans, which I think, you know, we'll do that for another episode. But I definitely think still happens today. And I think that has a lot to do with your alien abductions and a lot of, uh, you know, Baby's gone missing uh, when it comes to alien induction. So I think there's a lot of ties in with that. But to go back to the hollow earth theory, yeah, a lot of people think that they were, there are portals to hollow earth as well. People talk about portals all across the globe. Well, yeah, in a lot of these national parks, there have been reported portals that are like uh, Native Americans talk about portals in the mountains all the time. These portals take you to these land of giants or land of lizard people. 
Um, you know, people say that, you know, reptilians come from the earth. Everything seems to come from the earth, right? Outside of maybe like your gray aliens that everybody says comes from above. But even your like you, you made a good point. You know, when you're talking about UFOs, they've been known to come out from, you know, even when they came and attacked Admiral Byrd, when he went down to Antarctica with it wasn't it wasn't for research. A lot of people thought it was for research. It was actually they went down there with a bunch of uh, different countries to stop what they thought was, you know, something evil, which which when the UFOs came out from the earth, uh, from the hole at the end of the earth, they, I mean, they said they were cutting through their ships like butter knives, the weaponry was. So, you know, at the end of the day, it seems that even UFOs are coming from inside of the earth or out of the ocean, which is underneath the earth. So that's when you really got to start thinking, you know, where are these things coming from? Where are all, all of these fantastical, magical things? Think about fairies, man. People talk about fairies all the time. The fae, the fae come from the earth. They're, they're you know, gnomes come from the earth. You know, you could go throughout history and talk about all these different cultures talking about all these different fantastical things that a lot of people won't be on board with, even though I'm on board with all of it, because I think there's an explanation for all of it. But yeah, I, it all comes from the earth. And I believe that we're on top of this globe and inside of this globe is just an untold amount of, you know, civilizations and, you know, God knows what. And like the Garden of Eden, man, like a lot of people think, at least in the hollow earth community, that the Garden of Eden is actually inside of the earth. Like, you think about it. There's an angel guarding it. If it was on the earth, there's got to be a place that we would see that unless it's just, you know, so deep in some sort of jungle or something, which is impossible because everybody thinks it's in the Middle East in an area that wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be that way. So a lot of people think that, yeah, that that Adam and Eve had access to all of the earth because the Garden of Eden, they weren't trapped in the Garden of Eden. They had access to the entire earth. The Garden of Eden was just where they could, you know, walk with God and, and connect with God, right? So when they disobeyed, they were kicked out of the garden and an angel was set watch there. So it kind of makes sense if it was in hollow earth and you can't get back to it, you know, it might be if you could get access to hollow earth, you might run up on the garden. You might, you won't be able to get in, but <laughs> you'll see, you'll see it. Like, you know, so I think it makes sense. You know me, a lot of stuff like you'll say, and I'll give you pushback, man. And you, and you, we, you're the one brought up. Hey, we should talk about Hollywood, maybe Hollywood first, uh, flat Earth, and then we ended up just going to Hollywood because I started going down the rabbit hole. And when I tell you, I was like, dang, man, I don't know, man. This one I really subscribe to, man. Like that's what people don't understand is it's just like the logic for different people. I'm not like again, I'm not shitting on people. Like they may be able to show me one day flat earthers that that I'm gonna be like, wow, you're fucking right. But at this moment, the information that I see, I see. <laughs> I see the hollow earth information like bright, bright as day. Like I can't not see it. And when you say like even the garden eating, it makes so much sense to me. Like, yeah, what else would it be? Like, where would it be on earth? It's not going to just be like on the Himalayas. No, it's going to be like underneath. And then with these floods, that's where people are protected. That's where like other things, like even though Noah, like who knows if Noah ended up there or like, you know, any, anybody that he saved over there. Like, I think it's multiple uh, areas under there and i think there's like good and evil just like there's up uh, uh above the surface but i think these are ancient good and evils you know what i mean like in my opinion well and that's the thing too we we're talking about good and evil man there's something that recently i just started getting on 
um, when it came to the spiritual aspect of things was that in the supernatural realm, there are just like there would be here on earth, like animals and stuff. There would be what you would consider animals in the supernatural realm. They wouldn't necessarily be good or evil. Now that might be harmful, you know, just like an animal could be like a tiger. Isn't necessarily evil, but it could, it could harm you. It'd be the same thing in that realm too. And I think, you know, like angels, bro, like they may be able to manifest in a way, like the Bible talks about how they've manifested, like to look like humans and, and, and interact with humans. Right. Um, Cause they can, they basically can shape shift and stuff. And I think that's where a lot of that shape shifting idea comes from. But when you, when they talk about like the seraphim and you listen to description, and if you actually saw what a seraphim looked like, I guess in its truest form would probably be, frightening like it would probably look like some sort of monster to you or me even though they would be like holy like good to us would look crazy like a thousand eyes like all this stuff like yeah so so you got to think about these things in that spiritual realm like that when you start buying into that part then your mind has to be wide open we're talking about hollow earth i think there is definitely a combination of like the physical and then metaphysical you know we're you were even talking about earlier to me um, today, just on the phone, uh, we were talking about interdimensional. You got you to gotta subscribe to that, too, because you got to start taking on board a lot of these ideas. Now, I do think that God has, like, ultimate control. And even if you're talking about, like, time travel, whatever, I think he's got the ultimate say on any of that stuff, too. Like, I, I don't think people are just running around doing whatever they want. I don't think that's possible. I do think that, you know, when you're talking about the real elites in the world, I think everything that they do is spiritually based. Um, science is spiritually based to them. You look at, um, you know, just all the experiments that they do. Everything ties into something religious. As much as they say they hate religion and it's all about science, no, their science is religion because everything that they subscribe to is built on rituals. All of it is. Well, their scientism, scientism, like uh, they were called it science, scientism or something like that. There was an old term where people like were actually like going against religions and saying, hey, let's just like and they would rely strictly on science and like not deferring that how science changes but like like again like worshiping to science so, and i think worshiping to anything without allowing yourself to grow is against god in my opinion like to be with god is to constantly grow and to constantly learn i think that's like what we're here and what we're meant for and and as you said i think god you are right but i think god only intervenes when law, uh, universal laws are broken, right? I think he goes, hey, I gave you free will, but hey, these fallen angels, they don't have free will on you. You know what I mean? They, they So like I, once they cross those universal laws, I think that's when he steps in. Well, they say the laws against creation, the laws against creation, right? You know, um, and I've done a lot of reading about Nephilim and, 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 you know, the seven sciences that God taught Adam. And then essentially Adam taught Cain and Abel and obviously Cain killed Abel and then he, taught Seth, but Cain went the opposite way with the seven sciences. And that's when he created the brotherhood of the snake. And that's when really this first secret society was started with the brotherhood of the snake. And that's how it all tied into original Freemasonry and the Nephilim and, you know, reptilians and everything else that came out of that side of it. So, yeah, I think that, you know, when it comes to Lucifer and what he tries to do is he tries to take, you know, what God gave us and then, you know, deceive us with a different direction of it. He tries to show us that, oh, well, you could be your own gods. The transhumanism, we can we can create our own reality. We're, we can be greater than God, you know. And I think that's that's 
it's where it ends, bro. That's, that's, that's exactly where it is. You know, with anything that we're going to dig into from here on out, it's always going to come down to those, those issues. And a conversation I was having, uh, and, and I do believe this, and I do want to put it out there in the ether and put it into the world, is I think we give too much uh, uh, in general, especially like religions, and uh, we give too much credence to the devil. I think that we need to uh, put him in his place as far as like letting him know that he is not powerful. He has no power over us unless we let him manipulate us, right? Like, yes, y- yes, he can use his 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 beings and, and people that he has influence on to try to manipulate us. But if we honestly just believe like uh, we have all power, you know what I mean? Like not us personally, but we have that power within our God, you know, God doing a hey, man. I love you, man. He's going to do anything for us. And I think that's why I'm so attracted to the whole hollow earth idea, because I think it's a, a piece of heaven on earth as well as a piece of hell on earth. Right. Like I think there's just all these beings and, and that's the inner struggle of what humanity is, is we're trying to, find ourselves we don't you got to find that balance right sometimes you need a little edge when, when especially against enemies right when they're trying to take what's ours like our souls and our free will and our freedom we we have to stand up but we don't want to go into that other side of where we don't where we dehumanize and we devalue other life and and, and we we're struggling because we want to fight and defend ourselves but we don't want to lose ourselves into this mindset of uh being evil right like we want to have that balance of like i'll protect myself but i'm still a good person at heart and i think that's what i looked up everything i've looked up about hollow earth was just really like preaching of almost like heaven on earth you know and that we could find it and that's where it is that's what i believe like just everything i researched so far is i believe that the garden of eden is like the 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 stairway to heaven and that is on earth and that is because where is heaven, right? We we say above, but that's just what we say. We don't know where any of these things are. We don't even know what the depths of the ocean is, right? We don't even. Well, I mean, the, the the Bible talks about in the end that heaven and earth will be one. So at the end of the day, like we don't know how that's going to manifest. We don't under we don't really know what heaven is. Being heaven could be a different dimension, which I lend to that credence a lot. Everybody talks about up, man. I don't think that's really what heaven is, man. I think. And you talk about, you know, where God is, or if that's your version of what you think heaven is, um, that's just the dimensional place that he's at. You know, I think there's a lot of dimensional places. I mean, you talk about the abyss where the original fallen angels that started the first incursion were thrown into, and they're held there until, you know, revelations hits and they're let loose to cause problems again. But yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of dimensional hells and dimensional things that are out there. And I think you got to subscribe to that. I think once you, here's my thing. Once you subscribe to the fact that there is a God, right? There is a God that created us. You got to be open to anything at that point because God is supernatural. There's always to it. Like once you subscribe to that, you got to be okay with the rest of it. And I think that's why they try to trick us with all the things they throw at us that there's not a God because then they can box our mind frames into it, everything being, you know, Oh, it's just like this. And then they can control you better that way. When you realize there's a guy, they can't control you. And you can empower, you can empower the devil because now you don't think of anything or you think of him as being godly, which he's not whatsoever. Like that's, he's a treat parlor trick compared to like, and I think that's what, uh, the message we got to get out there as much as possible. Cause that's why I think hollow earth was important for us to like kind of dabble in. And then there's a lot more that we will have in the notes. Like we, we went all, uh, all over the place. Uh, uh, on the notes, we had just extra stuff because I think there was a lot of people throughout the centuries, which either deep religions or deep spirituality or even these occultists. There was a lot of occultists that are also uh, were 
fighting for what this uh, hollow earth was and wanting to know more. And why is that? Like, if it was just the occultist, then we might think of, oh, okay, devil, blah, 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 or evil spirits. If we think of just religious people, okay. This, but it was a multitude of different people that didn't come together that were for all walks of life that were separated by continents, that there's different entrances all over, like, you know, on the earth. So I, so many accounts throughout centuries and centuries and centuries of different accounts of people seeing and almost like now when they say what they've seen, it's similar though, right? There's a lot of people that talk about giants. There's a lot of talking about the forest and the, and the water under, underneath the surface and, and to see today's day of seeing things where you can go on youtube and see drone footages of under the surface k uh, of of forests and, and and water and all and the ice that melted in antarctica that had an ocean underneath like there these are actual things you can look up and and see for yourself and i think that's what points to it being there like we're kind of showing that there is con not maybe what everybody would consider but what i would consider concrete evidence a paper trail of where we can go look back and go hey it's right there right. And I agree with that. Everything you just said, you know, paper trail, it's, it's, there's hundreds and hundreds of years of paper trails. So, yeah, uh, I think that's kind of where we are with it, man. It's a spiritual thing. We're in a spiritual battle on this earth. And I think once you know who you're aligned with on either side, and I'll just throw that out there too, you know how you need to walk, whether that's good or evil, you know, hopefully good. Because I feel like if you're walking with evil, you might get some things that you want, trinkets and toys on this earth, but that's about it. Like at the end of the day, when there's, you know, an eternal precedent set, you know, where, 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 where do you align? And like you said, that was just a cheap parlor trick compared to the almighty. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to do here on Kill the Mockingbird. Like we said in the beginning. We, we, we want to give you like two halves of a show. We want to show you uh, what the media is. It doesn't necessarily be every. We're not going to be the breaking news, obviously, we, you know, because we like to sit back, uh, let the news come to us. But then on these second half of shows, not only diving in on, on, on certain uh, uh, things that happened through history, uh, decoding some of these movies so we can see what, what is, they're trying to tell us and try to manipulate us with to jump into these uh crazy events that people have experienced whether it be a ufo or a sighting of dogman sasquatch uh, uh you know what i mean like all these different beings that when that we think that we can tie these together to current events and what is going on because it all is spiritual because at the end of the day conspiracies and truth lead to spirituality because truth is the ultimate weapon that we need right truth then love then compassion so on so forth and we will be doing more. So, like, we got some stuff lined up. Uh, we won't throw everything out there. We're going to have some uh, guests coming up. We're trying to just get our feet wet uh, on, on this whole show. Trying to get this whole, uh, you know, one-two punch uh, of me and Joel. Uh, really not just doing the music, uh, giving you the music that we have, you know, with Van Tesla and Sean Chris. Uh, but also to give you some more insight on what we really think. Like, on not just current events, but these deep uh, dives. And we'll do a lot more. Eventually, we'll... Uh, do some flat earth and uh hopefully maybe we'll get flat earth dave on here or something you know and where we can we can have a good conversation because i think the problem with uh flat earth dave is how people treat him like 
he seems like a real i mean i don't know the guy but every time i seen him on a show he seems really nice and really respectable and i like people like that uh, and the people that disagree with him a lot of times are kind of assholes to him i think like because they're like more smug and like i know and and i think he ha i think he's on the right track i mean i might disagree on certain aspects of it but yeah i think that's what we're here to do you know what i mean kill the mockingbird uh joel thomas me and him are both on here and don't be surprised soon like you will probably be hearing like ads unless we figure out a way uh uh uh, another way but we will be trying to get sponsorships so i'm just preparing you guys you know what i mean because i know how the feedback of people uh the shillery you know what i mean the shillery clintons uh come out and start uh yapping but i think that's what we're gonna try to do and uh for all the people listening you can uh, loop this back you know what i mean because i've always been up forward with everything i try to do but joel you think you think we killed them and, and kind of represented uh what we're gonna do in the future absolutely man i think this is gonna be great going forward and you know i look forward to the next show uh, obviously guys go check us out operation kill the mockingbirds um ig uh, check us out on kill the mockingbirds on telegram you can get a lot of the stuff from this show on there a lot of the links documentaries uh especially for flat or sorry hollow earth uh music wise check check out shod chris or joel thomas or Quan duke who's my partner with Van Tesla, which you can check our stuff out at, at Van underscore Tesla underscore, which is good for IG and TikTok. And you can check us out on YouTube at Van Tesla One. Uh, a lot of uh, music videos and stuff there. So, you know, we're looking forward to going forward. And as always, you know, send us any ideas that you got. Definitely. Too. And send that to kill the mockingbirds at gmail.com. So how should we end it, uh, Joel? You think we should uh, end it? Because we were talking about it. I, I was thinking about it. I wanted to end it with that Web 3 that, that you and that uh, Quan joined. I think that shit uh, goes off. That shit hits, man. You would need to get some Yeah, that, let's uh, do that. that. All right. Well, you know yeah, how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. All right. We out. Blah. Drama while I'm drinking Java. Put some bass and voice and fix your posture. This shit get creepy pasta. Like a darling rocker. Staring at your conscience. I'm the almighty commando. Come book a ticket like Fandango. I know Joe got choppers. I know I got options. I checked a mega Doppler. They raining on your cross, bro. My pick is a flag. I hate my dad. I'm down bad. I'm real sad. Oh, you ain't on LinkedIn. Then you ain't LinkedIn. I'm not into the triggering. But my index ain't can. She said she'll turn to info. If I send the info. If I send the crypto. Drama while I'm drinking Java. Put some bass and voice and fix your posture. This shit get creepy pasta. Like a darling rocker. Staring at your conscience. I'm the almighty commando. Come book a ticket like
Fandango I know Joe got choppers I know I got options I checked the Mega Doppler They raining on your cross, bro Hey, false flags in the PFP CDC causing me CTE Hand me a vape with some CBD So I can begin to block out these three-letter agencies Trying to DP me Sheeple, they popping these blues I'm calling them BB Kings Keeping my head in the clouds like GCP What I'm saying is super like DBZ You don't like what you see, but you PPV I'm plugging my external every one This program looking like C3P No track in my blockchain Flicking my wrist with the three Try to fill up our heads with dioxane Ain't needing no one on no landfill Face to face with the truth at a standstill Leaguers red and blue like a mandrill I'll monkey around And some of y'all red pillin' Just a red pillar ain't red anymore Shit is bluer than robin eggs You can pardon my Christian Dior uh. I hear the drama while I'm drinking Java Some voice and fix your posture This shit get creepy pasta Like a darling rocker Staring at your conscience I'm the almighty commando I'm book a ticket like Fandango I know Joe got choppers I know I got options I checked the Mega Doppler They raining on your cross, bro At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.